Imagine's Coaling Studio is where efficiency meets creativity. Our new integrated solution brings together our next level coaling algorithm along with in-app reviewing and AI editing in a single intuitive platform. Tailored for photographers who value both speed and personalized quality results, Imagine strives to enhance every aspect of your post-production process. Open the Imagine app and give the new Coaling Studio a try today. Work with oil paintings and canvases and, and different different types of mediums really and, and really really honing it down and yeah I think it's one of the things that really lacks within the photography industry. Workflows is a podcast about saving you time and money in your photography business. As a photographer and content creator who struggles with dyslexia, color blindness, introversion and anxiety stemming from years of being bullied as a child. Workflows have been my rock. I have workflows for every aspect of my life, and that's why I'm so happy to bring you Workflows, a podcast presented by Imagine. As a company dedicated to saving you time and money in your photography business, it makes sense to enhance and expand the conversation to all things Workflows. Tune in and subscribe to hear stories, strategies, and tools that could be your rock. Hear from people just like you. Put the camera down for a little, connect the headphones, and get to work with workflows. Get in on the conversation by joining the Imagine community today. Imagine the possibilities. Igor Demba has been in business for over 10 years and truly believes he has the best job in the world. He was born in Portugal, and after living and traveling all over the world, he picked up bits and pieces of each culture, and that inspires him to keep pushing his work creatively. Recently, he has been named top wedding photographer in the world by Harper's Bazaar, which really excited his mom. <laughs> He's currently based in Peterborough, England. He's married to the wonderful Zion, and they have two beautiful daughters. Without further ado, let's get to my conversation with Igor. Well, hello, Igor. How's it going? Very good, very good, Scott. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm glad we're able to connect and do this. We're on very different parts of the earth, and that's very exciting. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. US. You are in the, U in the U.S., aren't you? Yes, I am, on yes. The, I am in the U.S. We're not too far from each other, really, yeah. but, but still, it's fun. it's fun. Yes, indeed. So U.S. means yeah. U.K., and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to ask, is your plant real? Because the plants that I have in my office are not real. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked this before. This one specifically, no. <laughs> right, nice. <laughs> no, it's not. All the ones that I have all over the house, yes, they are. But this one specifically, no. Literally to have plants here and, and surviving, it's quite hard. <laughs> um, especially with the light and having to control the light and everything else. So, yeah. yeah. But whereas uh, in the rest of the house, yes. Nice. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a bonsai. Let's <laughs> see. I've got a bonsai. I don't even know where, uh, where yes. is it right now. Is oh, it, it's up. It's yeah. up top. It's actually yeah. I can see it. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I can um, see it with the bokeh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that is totally fake. If I was in my dungeon recording and I had a real bonsai, it would not survive. So no, no. But cactuses, <laughs> yeah. cactuses are absolutely brilliant for that. To be fair, and um, we've That's got true. massive That's cactuses true. and. I absolutely love them. I, I love my plants, but yeah, to have them in this office, no, but cactuses, we, we've got them all over the house and they're, yeah, they're yeah, the they survival are beautiful. proof. <laughs> yes, yes. 
I, I would not trust my four-year-old around a cactus, though. I know that he'd be going to grab it every two seconds. So. Okay, so my first question I have for you is one that I ask every guest, and that is, mm -hmm. what is one thing that you do for the photographic process that has saved you time? The, the, the part behind the camera, what is mm -hmm. one thing that you do during that process that has saved you time? Wow. Great question. I'll probably say really know my gear. I really, really know my gear. I'm quite proud of that. I'm able to to very much blindly work my way around it and, and really know it. So it means that I am really fast when it comes to shooting and quite mm. intuitive. So, and most of the times I shoot with natural light and that's constantly changing. So, right. so yes, really knowing your gear, it's, it's a massive one. Having, having a specific style and aesthetic and choosing it and going down that path really, really helps because mm. you're very much able to have your blinders on and yeah, just keeping, keeping true to yourself, keeping true to your style and, and, and the things that you gravitate towards. If, if you, if you feel like you should be shooting in your gut, just go for it. Because so many times as, as photographers, we see something and, and you very much, especially as wedding photographers, you very much think, oh, I've got time to shoot that later when the lights perhaps is better. And actually going for it and shooting it straight away. Yeah, the amount of times that sometimes <laughs> when I started my career, I've missed shots because of that. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, that's one of the big things of the process. But the other one I would say is, is just being ruthless, ruthless with your editing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, don't mess around with it. Yeah. Don't be so precious about it. <laughs> which, yeah. Well, yeah, so, which so we're going to get to editing. We're going to get to editing for sure. We're going to go through a whole bunch of I'm jumping, different... I'm jumping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's let's step back to the 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 know your cat your gear, right? So are you the type of photographer that customizes, like, the buttons, right? So you, yes, a lot of the 100%. newer cameras, they've got all these yes. different buttons you can customize. So yes. being able to control what, 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 what one single button does can actually change how you work completely. Right? It really does. It really, yeah, really so, does. So can you tell me about like one, what's one button that you change on your camera and like, where is it in like, like it's top, is it behind, is it in front and yes. what does it do for you? Yes. I, I'll probably say the formats really, because especially throughout the pandemic, I've been, I've been shooting a lot more video, just not photography really. So mm -hmm. just having those video settings literally nailed down literally the c1 would be for photography c2 would be for video at just 4k and c2 would be for perhaps c3 sorry would be perhaps for a slower shot a slower uh, frame rate really so 120 fps which just means that everything's just nice and smooth yeah. and slow and in quite dreamy and to, so those three just just them by themselves, their life size really, because you're able to quick, quickly shoot your shots that you need to shoot. And then if you feel like, yeah, I've got a bit more time here, change it to C3, <laughs> this is quite dreamy. Yeah, shoot yeah. it that way. And then as well, having a certain settings for back button focus, I tend to do that. Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's different ways of doing it now, especially I'm a Canon shooter. Mm -hmm. And and Canon has been a bit slow, really, in terms of getting this get, getting this down. But I think it's the new R six two really now has got a toggle, just literally photo and video, and that's like that's been seen as a 
game changer within the industry, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure that Sony and Fuji probably done it already. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Fria from my on my uh, Nikon, I saw he's a Nikon Z7, Z7. Z72 and 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 the so and the Nikon Z76, which is what I'm recording right now with the, uh, mm-hmm. the podcast, um, and uh, and they both have a quick toggle. It actually is around. It's on the. It's a toggle that goes around the the back fo- the back uh, autofocus button. So, so it's really um, close. Yeah, it's really close. Super easy to flip between the two. Yeah, yeah you don't even need to <laughs> take the viewfinder off off of your face or anything like that. Right, and yeah, it yep, just goes straight. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is cool. Like once you once you start learning that your camera is the like the back of your hand, how much it really just changes your your process and just makes yes, things. Yes, it really does. It, yeah, and it only that only comes with practice, 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 shooting, shooting, shooting. Yeah, doing a lot of personal work besides the professional work that people do. So yeah, yeah. and you learn what you like, and when you you learn what you don't like, really, that's that's True. the beauty of it. Yeah. So. Moving on to the business side of things, what is one thing that you do for your business that has saved you either time or money? That's a good one. I guess, yeah, especially being a wedding photographer, Mm -hmm. and I guess within any business really, streamlining things, having automated, let's say, templates for emails and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. just streamlining things, just finding ways of actually shortening whatever needs to be done. It's it's massive really because it's it's repeat it's repeat tasks that you're yeah. constantly doing so right. to to be able to streamline those and just simply one click of a button you're able to literally have a whole automated chain that a client would receive rather than actually having to type every single thing and then yeah the same goes for invoices and having having those automated um things within your business they're, they're crucial really because it's time that you could be doing something else like shooting or spending time with your family whatever else it is really so so yeah but at the same time i would say as well that's which has been a massive game changer Mm -hmm. for me over the past sort of like six months hiring people hiring people for Mm. for let's say social media not my photography business but another business that i'm running with a great partner so just hiring someone to do social media like our business wouldn't have been as as good as it is today or as fast growing as it is today if we hadn't hired that person so shout out to Merla because she's amazing <laughs> and <laughs> doing marketing stuff and not just social media but marketing stuff as well yeah that's that's incredible yeah really. yeah just and just because you might know what to do on social media or might know what to do with emails or with other marketing doesn't mean you should do it exactly right? exactly uh, you could be focusing on things that are more in your sweet spot you know, more, more thing, and, and, and even more important things that you love doing the most instead of doing the other stuff. Um, yeah, it's true. It's so, so true. And <laughs> it's so hard to let go as well, especially when, mm-hmm. when you do know those things and you, you might think, oh, that's a certain someone, they might know how to do things better than me, but they perhaps will, will not translate my voice as I will, would want to, <laughs> or, or perhaps they're not as good as me and me having to sacrifice that extra 20% or 10% that I would yeah. be able to create with that post. Yeah, it's really, it's very much learning how to let go, I found it, but right. yeah, yeah, it's it's a massive thing, that it's a game changer. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool, all right, so you brought this up a little earlier ago. Let's talk about, and it, again, it doesn't have to be 
This doesn't have to be Imagine because we're going to get to Imagine because you are an Imagine <laughs> user as well. But what is one thing that you do for editing that has saved you time? Hmm. I think, yes, very much studying edits around around our industry, I think has, has been massive, really, because I like to consider myself quite well-rounded in, in terms of my edits. Yes, I've got very specific style, but I would be able to sort of like see an image or see a specific edit and sort of like think, mm, yeah, I could get to that if I needed to to get to it, if that makes sense. Say so it just gives you a good a good a good idea or a strong visual language really because you learn what you like and you learn very much what you don't like. So to be able to very much break down and study other people's images, I think it's massive. Photographers they don't do it enough and we see sort of like Renaissance artists and everything else very much being studied and studying themselves how to become great artists and how to work with oil paintings and canvases and, and different different types of mediums really and, and really, really honing it down. And yeah, I think it's one of the things that really lacks within the photography industry, being able to really study other artists, other photographers, and sort of like just break it down. What happened here? What happened to the shadows here? Why is this tint here? And how can I get that? So yeah, that's 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 really important. What what is one photographer who's editing? Obviously, this could be somebody who's long past. You know, who, what's one photographer that has really impacted you as a photographer with their mm -hmm. aesthetics of their edits or their final um, photos? Yes, there's there's. There's massive ones. Rodney, Rodney <laughs> Smith, just simply because of mm -hmm. his aesthetic, it's it's incredible. He he sees things in, in such a beautiful way and organizes them within the image in such a beautiful way. It, it feels sometimes it feels dreamy, but at the same time it feels balanced. It doesn't feel forced. So I really like his style. Sebastian Salgado, he's absolutely incredible. He's a Brazilian nature photographer, and uh, his work is just incredible. If you don't know him, just go and Google him because particularly his black and whites, they're really, really incredible. And there's a lot of depth and, and richness to that, which in some ways I try to emulate in my work. Mm. And then if we go into sort of like the wedding photography industry, I could I could spend here all day really talking <laughs> about uh, certain, certain photographers, but obviously I'll go for the obvious ones. And because it makes sense, really. But Fair, Fair Huristi, he's incredible. Mm -hmm. And he's got a very specific style. You see his images, or you see his image a mile away, and you know it's his work. And again, you know, it's funny, think... funny timing about that. So, as, as you might be aware, Fur is one of our talent AI profiles. Yeah, so... Today, the ta so the, obviously, the, the, this episode is not going out until December 1st. However, mm -hmm. Today, we're recording this on November 14th. Today, we are actually publishing a video on our YouTube channel where Fur specifically talks about his editing style for minutes and 32 seconds, to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> that is very precise. <laughs> so yeah. when, once we hop off, I actually have to get that published. So um, yeah, check it out later. <laughs> yes, I will. I definitely will. I definitely will because he's, he's someone that I very much admire from afar. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, at the beginning stages of my career and then ended up being meeting him and becoming really good friends and yeah his work is incredible and when you know the human as well behind it, it it's mm. it's even easier to fall fall in love with his work but yeah <laughs> I, I think that he he has very much stayed true to himself through the different stages that he 
of his career and mm -hmm. you can see the evolution of his work and his images but at the same time it's just he he has very much kept on his lane if that makes sense and 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 i think that's what i was trying to say beforehand in terms of like knowing your your editing style and very much sticking to it knowing yeah. your aesthetics and very much running with it and people will very much the more you do it the stronger you'll get it and and people will very much start associating those specific images with you and your work really yeah awesome so i have one more question for you before we go into this fun thing that you don't even know what's about to come because after so <laughs> yeah let's so my next question is what is one thing you do after a session that has increased business Ooh, that's really good mm. okay i think that okay let's not include just a session but a wedding if that's okay yeah 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 that's that's perfectly and, fine. And I think that, yeah, this goes to, to anyone really, even if it, it is a session really. Once once I sent out a preview, I just don't simply send it to, to the couple or, or to whoever is involved, but I send it to literally everybody that's involved within the shoot. And this is obviously with the permission of the, the couple or, or the client. And yeah, I find that this one thing has changed, not just simply the business, but in same in some ways, how much I earn in terms of like downloads and prints and mm. and just people sharing my work in general online. I find that as photographers, we can be very much precious about our images, but at the same time, especially when it comes to wedding, you've got a mm -hmm. multitude of people working on this wedding, working on for this client and really all of us trying to create this dream for our client really and yeah without them <laughs> i wouldn't have those images really so i very much make it a point to as soon as the 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 wedding or the session is finished to really send out that not just the client but to everyone involved really so yeah. so if it's a wedding you're talking like the bridal party for example the the parents of the couple um, yes anybody but also the the suppliers, the the wedding planner, the florist, right. and yes. that, that, yeah, that's where I was going next. I was wondering, like yeah. the band, the DJ. Um, yes, hundred percent. That's a lot 100%. of yeah. That's a lot of potential reach if they wind up yes. saying, "Oh, I want this for my website," you know, and they, then they can buy it from you for that. Yeah, so that's on. it. And and I make sure I yeah. speak to literally everybody on 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 a wedding day, really, because yes, uh, I'm there to capture, but at the same time, I'm there to grow my business. Yeah. And yeah, I'll have on my notes, literally everybody's emails, everybody's handles yeah. uh, as the day goes on and um, just typing and collecting all that from people. And, and people remember you for that, really. People appreciate that sort of like effort and, and see it, really. I think just approaching things from a not just a, a business level, but from a human level of <laughs> of the fact that sharing is caring, really. So, yeah, <laughs> it really it really goes a long way. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I love that answer. That's so good. If you were at the park while your kids are playing, take a moment to think about your next business task. Is it something you can do while Imagine edits your photos? Let us know by sharing in the Imagine community. We're going to go to something fun that I've never done before on the podcast. <laughs> before we dive into what's a very deep question, we're going to we're going to lighten things up with something fun. Before we get into something that's gonna 
make you really think. So, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast, I am currently holding up two decks of cards. They are blurry right now, but that's um, okay. It's okay. Pick, pick a color. One's green. One's green. One's orange. I'll go for orange. Orange. Okay. All right. Okay. I have the deck of orange cards. Okay. Yeah. Tell me when to stop. Go. Okay. Okay. These decks of cards have random questions on them. Are you ready for a completely <laughs> random question that you just picked? Hit me. Hit me. I'm ready. All right. All right. <laughs> the question is, what is something you don't mind paying more money for? Ooh, that's a very good question. What is something that I don't mind paying more money for? Mm -hmm. um, a really good meal. Yeah, 100%. I'm a foodie. I'm right there with you. I'm a, I'm a foodie to, to a T really. And yeah, and when it comes to food, I'd rather much have an experience than, than just literally sitting down eating it and walking away, if that makes sense. So, <laughs> so yeah, even, even, even in here, in the, yeah, you make me think now, because even here in the house, I'm the cook in the house, really. And I'm very much like, I'd rather cook a really good meal, sit down and enjoy it, rather than make something quick. So, <laughs> so yeah, the same would apply for money, really. I'd rather much <laughs> spend <laughs> spend a good amount of money on something that would be really nice and experience. So yeah, I don't mind paying, spending more money for for good, good meal, yeah. So, so on that note, what is your favorite meal to eat and or cook? Because it could be the same. <laughs> this is really hard. <laughs> it's like picking a favorite child. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to me, I, I, I just uh, I always say I always come back to tacos because that kind of covers like <sighs> could be any type of taco. Like, yes. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> tacos <laughs> is a good choice. It is a good choice. I won't choose a specific meal, but I'll choose a specific cuisine, which usually tends to be Chinese and Thai. They're both. Yeah, they're both very different. Thai is more aromatic. Chinese can be quite, let's say, sweet and hot, really. But yeah. Chinese and Thai, really, um, Asiatic nice. foods, they, they always get me, <laughs> always get me. And they're always so fun to cook. And it takes a long time, <laughs> a really long time. There's a lot, there's a lot of a process to it. And right. so, so yeah, I love that really. But awesome. yeah, that's why, I, that's why I love cooking in some ways as well, because um, it's, it's, it gets that one part of my brain that I really, in some ways, don't have to think about. I'm using my hands. I don't really have to think about what I'm seeing. And yeah, it's quite intuitive for me. So yeah. Yeah. You also get to experiment. Yes. A lot, which is which is fun. My wife doesn't like when I experiment, but I like to experiment. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise here. Likewise. <laughs> okay. So... We got past this fun question because now like I'm that. about to ask you a like question. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you liked it. I'm going to ask you if you can look at your business from a 30,000 foot view down, if you can share an outline breakdown of your workflow from lead to delivery. Wow. Wow. Yep. <laughs> How long have you got? <laughs> you don't have to go into too much detail. It's just an overview. It's just everybody like yeah. the, 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 it's the fun part. It, it it 
you know, I've asked, I've asked you these specific questions and now you're about to tell me something that's probably going to trigger other thoughts about those previous questions that you didn't originally think about. Yes, very much so, very much so. And it is happening already <laughs> as I'm thinking about <laughs> it. But yeah, I guess from, from an inquiry, I try to keep things quite personal really and let, let the numbers and the professionalism of like my brochure that is very much online rather than a PDF. I find that just being interactive and clients being able to, you're just able to convey a lot more really besides a PDF really, because I'm able to include videos and people can see my life, my family. It's got my portfolio in a, in a slideshow that very much in a short amount of time, bam, 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 it really hits people in the face with my work and they really get to know it. So, so yeah, from, from there, usually we get talking about what their priorities are and hopefully they book. If, if they don't book, I usually tend to ask why they didn't book in the sense of usually tends to be budget. And if that's the case, I tend to send them, um, I, I still find that there's, there's, there's good potential there. There's, there's still good, what word could I say? There's, there's still juice from the lemon to be squeezed, really. There's still some drops there of, <laughs> of good things that you, that you can cultivate in terms of relationships. So I tend to send it to other photographers that perhaps may be a specific budget. So I always ask them for the budget because that, that way I know exactly what I'm dealing with. And, and when I send it off to, to a good friend or someone that maybe a, a lower budget the couple really very much feel served and at the same time whoever i'm referring to feel served as well and yeah those those referrals come back as well so whilst whilst it's a it's a client that i'm not going to shoot and it might be down the line a wedding that we'll get back from that referred photographer really so yeah i find that that one has has really really helped my business over the years you, you just build a good network really you just build mm. a good network with people and Yes, just because it's a no for for me, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's it can't be a yes to someone within my circle. From then, meet the couple, always online these days. It, it tends to never happen in person, really, because I tend to shoot a lot of destination weddings. And yeah, it, location just simply doesn't allow it, really. So, so yeah, literally 90% of, of that would be with through Zoom or, or wherever else it is. And yeah, mm -hmm. I find that I really connect with couples that way. Asking questions, being quite nosy in the sense of what they do, what they love, about the idea of their wedding, what they don't like, and how they're finding this whole idea of organizing the wedding. And yeah, just get to the nitty gritties of it really. And then the streamlined process sort of like begins really in terms of like everything else from there tends to be automated in terms of like emails, keeping in touch. So it gets to the wedding day and we very much know, know where we stand. The expectations have been set. And yeah, I feel like sometimes photographers very much shoot themselves in the foot in terms of having couples that don't necessarily know how how's it going to be with Eagle photographing me and what do I do with my hands and everything else. But by, by the time it gets to the wedding, <laughs> couples already know that my approach is very relaxed. I've sent, I've sent some tips already. Like if I'm not saying anything whilst we're shooting, that means that I'm really getting what I want from you guys. So do not worry. And mm. yes, it, it comes with encouragements and everything else, but Things like that would just really help the couple or the client know that they ain't safe hands because most of the times people feeling awkward about having a, 
a camera in front of them usually comes from not knowing what to expect really not knowing how to act so that has already been established way way past so so yeah most of the times i do ask and and ask the the answer but i do describe it very much as having me at your wedding is very much like having a good friend photograph your wedding that just simply happens to be badass with his camera <laughs> and images. So, so yeah. Then it comes to delivery. So literally a couple of days, if not a day, the day after I, I will send a preview and Imagine has very much changed that. So, we'll, but we'll go into that afterwards. Yep. And, <laughs> and Yes, yeah, sometimes it, it used to take a lot longer, especially for destination weddings uh, that are sort of like three, four days, not just one. And and usually with with the previews, I, I try to incorporate a good sense of the whole day, and not just a couple portraits that they can send to family, but yes, a good idea of the whole day, and. And not just for the couple. It goes back to that idea of literally sending things to the suppliers. Just think, think of who's going to be viewing this gallery and try to cover things in a rounded way as possible really say so there'll probably be around 100 images for the preview which is quite a lot but again it just shows a good idea of what they can expect really and mm. yes then uh, usually it tends to be i usually I tend to say to couples that they'll receive their their images two to three months after the wedding really and sometimes I hang I like to I like to edit as soon as I can but sometimes I just tend to wait because it just creates that anticipation really for the couple of receiving the images and and I very much drip feed it and again that comes it's it's all automated I use the apps that I use in terms of the galleries in it everything else that they do an amazing job I was just kind of like drip feeding the the images to the couple and yeah, when it comes to delivery, because it's been such a sort of like continuous momentum of, 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 of expectation rising all the way through from the beginning to end, by the time they receive their images and galleries, it's, it's happy days really. So, so yeah. And then you get other scripts, scripted emails that come through afterwards with that. But I think, yes, it's, it's the beginning for me. The beginning for me, it's, it's the hard, it's, it's when the hard work really starts that's when I'm, I'm mostly involved and after afterwards it becomes a bit more scripted in terms of the emails and everything else that that happens but yeah that's that's why you're gonna have the automation within your business really because today after many mistakes and many lessons learned you just learn that having things effective and quick just just really helps speed really really yeah. helps so yeah that's for sure <laughs> well done it's you know it's it's, it's hard to look at your business from like the out that 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 perspective and really like yeah and i'm sure you know. i missed things <laughs> oh of course of course yeah 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 but the cool part is now like everybody who is listening to this gets to know your your reasons behind things they get to know you deeper even though it's all about workflow it like yeah. it gets to know what what goes on in your which is really it's really fun it's really fun yes yes <laughs> okay so ai right imagine is an ai software company and you are using Imagine, which is fantastic. And we love the fact that you're utilizing it in your business. But what does the future of AI in photography look like to you? Such a good question. I, I have, a, have a podcast with a really good friend. And literally, our last guest was a software developer. Mm. And we, 
we asked them that question and <laughs> I went down the route of Skynet. <laughs> Obviously, eventually we'll be taken over by machines <laughs> and, and humans won't be needed. But that is very, very much, I, I do believe that, but that is very much way, 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 way back into the future or forward, let's say. But no, I think that AI, it's, it's a way forward. It very much is a way forward mm-hmm. for for photography and for the creative artists, really, because it's it's allowing, especially the artists that are very much plugged in to what's happening in the industry. It's allowing time for them to to very much be creative in perhaps other parts that they wouldn't normally. And mm-hmm. I think that is that that's a win. If you if you're gaining back time, that's that's a complete win, really. At the same time, I think that there's there is a massive danger of someone perhaps coming into the industry and not knowing much about. And um, because I'm a, I'm a <laughs> as I said before, I'm a very much a stickly stickler for knowing your craft and and knowing knowing how to edit and edit well and. Yeah, refining things and having mm-hmm. your own indi- individual style, and and I think that the danger that that can can be on the flip side of the coin of the benefits of it is is the fact that someone can come into the industry not knowing much about it and and just going straight away into into a software and sort of like bloop, 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 done and and they have something something that that's perhaps it's not something that they've worked and developed themselves and mm-hmm. developed that visual eye, if that makes sense. So I think, yeah, it has its dangers, but at the same time, it's it's absolutely incredible for for what it's offering for for the people that are using it well, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and I think that's that what excites me about it, and I joke about Skynet, but what excites me about it is, <laughs> it, is the simple fact that the, the the options are endless. The options mm-hmm. are really endless to to what can become automated, to what can actually be become easier and streamlined within your business, really. So you can focus on other things like your family or focus on other things within your business that are perhaps artistic and you're not able to do. Focus on personal projects that you that you really, really are itching to 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 get forward and and those sort of personal projects usually tend to very much inform at least for me those personal projects tend to inform very much my my business and my style and and it just grows really because of that so so yes i find it very exciting and yeah i think that ai um is here to stay (laughs) very much so Mm -hmm. and yeah and only grow more and more yeah while you were while you were talking i was thinking about these new I mean, I guess they're not too new anymore, but the text to to image generators that exist in yes, the in the yes. AI space now, right? Yes, and like there, there's a lot of people who are concerned of okay, these are they're getting so realistic they're going to start replacing photographers soon, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not there yet, but I don't think I don't think it will ever <laughs> replace a, a person that's actually you know taking the pictures and stuff. But but I do think those tools could be helpful for photographers. So mm-hmm. let's say you ha- you are a, a a fashion photographer, right? You you photograph models in different sets for magazine covers or whatever. Yeah. And you're presented with an idea and with a with a, a subject matter and you you're having this sort of writer's block type of thing. You can't figure out what to do. 
You could take that description, throw it into a text AI generator, see what it gives you, and then maybe that's going to spark your creativity to then make your own set and make your yeah, own. Yeah, very much so. You know, so very much so. Uh, and yeah. something something that I've loved seeing is I can't remember which AI program it was, but it was one one of definitely the most popular ones, and and the screenwriter just literally inputted loads of different words and not not created just one mm. image but created very much a story they were on 30 30 images and it just becomes beautiful really it, when you're able yeah. to very much tell a story that way and again it's 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 a great different way of bringing creativity to to someone's business and being able to perhaps a, a wedding planner having a, a a couple that is very much creatively forward and and wants something really really wacky for the for the <laughs> wedding for, for example and to be able to input those words and actually see what happens yeah uh, I, I reckon it's very inspirational and being be, being able to sort of like bring mood boards to to your clients with that sort of visualization. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It is incredible really. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes for sure. So, okay. So you have touched on this next question in various ways throughout this episode. So now I'm just going to ask you straight up, how <laughs> did imagine impact your life. I like the way you put it, your life as well, because it, <laughs> it could be your business or anything like that. Right. It's very much my life, 100%. Mm -hmm. yep. It just gave me so many hours, so, so many hours. To, uh, being able to edit my images and still stay true to my style, but being able to actually get back images so quickly rather than going into Lightroom and sort of like, command all everything and see what see what happens and and then you you would have to very much sift through for your images a lot more in order to to very much get the results that I want I, I find it I find it incredible and initially I was actually a bit skeptical of it I'm like mm, <laughs> surely not surely it can't <laughs> replicate <laughs> and edit as well as me <laughs> but the reality of it is that it gets pretty damn close it really does mm -hmm. and and most of the times i only have to adjust certain little things and if it is an image that i really have to focus a bit more yes that that'll still happen of course but it's so much faster it's so much quicker and yeah if if it, if it gives you back hours within your business in order to be able to to do other things or other parts of your business that that you need to to sort out why not it, it just simply makes sense it makes perfect sense for me so so yeah it's incredible absolutely incredible and yeah i can't wait to see what what more you guys bring forward in terms <laughs> of the development of of right. of the app really because it, it's incredible and and at the same time, it's uh, it's only bound to get better and better and better, really. And that's what I love about it: the fact that it's it is AI and it learns it learns your decisions a lot more. You're able to fine tune things after you've actually edited the whole set, so so you can correct it and and sort of say, that actually, no, I would want shadows more like this rather than this. And yeah, mm -hmm. um, I love that aspect of it. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. So where can listeners learn more about you, connect with you, and of course, see your incredible photography? It's quite easy. 
Igor Demba. Uh, um, under all channels, literally, uh, uh, over on that. So, yeah, I-G-O-R-D-E-M-B-A. And you can find me literally anywhere that has online polls, really. So, yeah, yeah. Especially on Instagram. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for, for the conversation. Thanks for, for working with me on this fun... <laughs> <laughs> I love That's it. Fun idea. I love it. What what uh, sort of what sort of type of other questions are in there? Is it is it sort of like is it really random? Or? Oh, it's some of them. Here, let's let's go for one from Green. Okay, I'll pick a random one right now out of, okay. out of the Green deck. Okay, so we're gonna wrap it up with this question. Oh, what upcoming life event are you excited about? Whew. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a life event, <laughs> but yes, I'm about to launch an, an editing course. And in fact, part, part of it within, within that, I've got an imagine section that, nice. um, yeah, that, that is quite crucial to it. That, that setup, that question was just like set up <laughs> magically, perfectly. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, so yeah, I've got a course coming out very, very soon, within the next month, and yeah, it's called the Great Edit. It's very much on on editing. As I've been chatting here, you could you could hopefully see that I'm I'm very, very much passionate about editing and great aesthetics and people mm. really finding their their individual style really so it very much speaks on that but at the same time finding editing that's effective really and again imagine has been crucial for that really so so thank you <laughs> thank you and the rest of your team really that's <laughs> that's what i should say <laughs> awesome thanks uh, again for the chat and hopefully we'll talk again soon hopefully so thank you very much thank you so much igor for that fantastic conversation for working with me on this new experiment that i just did in the show and for sharing such valuable information for photographers listening to walk away with and uh, truly enhance their businesses you have been listening to workflows presented by imagine to hear more from Workflows and to find a link to our guest, please go to imagine-ai.com slash podcast. Be a part of the conversation by joining the Imagine community at imagine-ai.com slash community. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>